Hmm. Welcome to Jeff in Motion. I, uh... I'm a little strung out. Um... And I will tell you why in detail in a moment. Um... Yeah, it's Friday. Tomorrow is Mike's No Mike Open Mic. I'm excited for that. It's always a good time, so far anyway. And, um... Whoop. Trying not to throw up. Pardon. Oh, sorry. Okay. Whew. Ugh. So, last night, I did something I have never done before, um, and something I've, I have done before. Uh, the thing I had done before was we went to Baltimore, uh, and saw Mindless Self-Indulgence Live, um, by we, I mean my partner Aislinn, and our friend Sam. Um, we had done it around the same time last year, or whatever the last time they were in Baltimore was. It, I don't know how long ago it was. And, um, it, it was awesome. It was absolutely awesome. Um, I, one of the things that wasn't awesome was on the way up, I found out what getting car sickness is like. Um, I've made it to 27 years of age without having get, gotten car sick once. I have read in the car, I've played video games in the car, I've, read, I've looked at my iPhone in the car. Fucking, I, I thought I was immune to it. I thought that it was not possible for me to get car sick. Turns out I was rug. Um. Apparently playing 3DS in the back seat of a hatchback on the way to Baltimore is the, uh, the correct combination of factors to give me fucking near-vomiting car sickness. I, oh, fucking A. It was... I felt as though I were dying. I, I had never before been car sick, and it took me back to that... that childlike sickness where it's just like oh what is happening am I dying nothing has been this bad ever in my life I did not say any of that because I am an adult and I just internalized it but um it sucked a lot and I just downed a double shot of espresso so I couldn't, like, sleep it off either. It, it fucking blew. It, I... Ugh. Fuck that. It sucked so hard. But, uh, after we got to the show... Uh, shortly after we got to the show, it wore off. And, um, we came in during the first opening band. And then the seconding opening band went... Seconding. The second opening band went... And, um, 
it, it just it wasn't my kind of thing. Um, they had one of them there, screamy singers, the one that just kind of does the monster voice the whole time, and um, I kind of thought it sounded like Popeye screaming. It was like just a wah kind of thing. Um, and uh, after Sam pointed out that it sounded like he was going, Cookie Monster, Cookie Monster, every time, I just could not hear that. And um, it's not my thing. I don't quite get the appeal of the super inco- incomprehensible, screamy, singy thing. Um, I'm not discrediting it. I'm not saying people who like it are wrong. I'm just saying, not for me. Um, I appreciate that I can't do that. It is a skill I do not have, as you obviously just heard. Um, I can't do it justice. It takes uh, practice and what have you. It's it's a skill he has. People dig it. Um, It's just not for me. So I can appreciate that. But having to listen to them for like four or five songs, it was just kind of okay. I... The, the man in the bunny rabbit mask is, is screaming, and um, I'm good. <sighs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It wasn't, wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. And at least that particular band. Maybe someone out there, someday I'll come across a... Scr- screamy voice band that uh, clicks with me, but I don't know. But then uh, the last time we were up on the balcony and we watched the show, and I really enjoyed it. It's it's awesome. I, I absolutely love Mindless Self-Indulgence. It's cool. Um... And I had a really unique kind of epiphany there. Um, I'm standing around. I'm wearing just like a polo. I've got my sweater tied around my waist like a soccer mom. Um, And I'm looking around and there's all these kind of punk kids and these metal kids. And uh, people older than me. A lot of people younger than me. Just all kinds of people. And I had an epiphany because like the last time I definitely felt out of my out of place, I felt out of my element, I was like, I I don't, I haven't been to any kind of shows like this, I I don't know what's going on, Um, these people are all, they all know, they know I don't belong here, and uh, it wasn't like that this time, I was like, you know what, damn it, I've listened to MSI for a while now, Um, I've been to a live, I've been to one of their live shows before, I know the words to songs. I I can I belong here. I I'm allowed to not to feel like one of this group. And it was kind of a nice feeling. It was like, oh, cool. I I belong here. Uh, my self indulgence is the only band I have seen more than once live. Um, so yeah, it's fucking cool. They're they're officially I've given them the most of my money as far as live shows go and bands go. 
But um, this time, I, I was following Aislinn and uh, Sam. They, they are more accustomed to this kind of thing. And so we're, we're moving into the crowd, into like the middle of the crowd. And I was sitting there, oh, I'm pretty excited for the show. And um, they, they come out on stage, and it's awesome. And they start playing the first song. And a couple things happened in an instant. The first thing was that uh, the entirety of the crowd moved forward as though it were water crashing upon a shore. Um, And the second thing was it just clicked to me that oh, this is a show where people are going to be moving the fuck around and I'm going to have to contend with that. Um, This is a show where mosh pits might happen and this is fuck. (laughs) And, um, And then I just kind of resolved to the fact that well, I'm here. It's time to experience this. And, uh... I've never been to, like, my idea of seeing a concert is sitting in a seat and enjoying the music. It does not involve um, every inch of my body touching other humans and sweat and spit and blood and things of that nature. But I was like, fuck it. I've concluded that I belong here. I'm going to attempt to really do this thing. And, um, I kind of just, I didn't think about it too much. I, you know, I pushed people when they pushed me. I, I, I didn't engage in any of the, uh, air quotes mosh pits. Um, I was very near what one might describe as a mosh pit several times. Um, but, like, the, the particular crowd at MSI, it, it seems to be a solid mix of people like me who are kind of introvert, well, semi-introverted, or semi, um, not really hardcore, in air quotes, um, and then a, a fraction of just assholes. So, there would be a time when a human body would, like, uh, shove into me, I would push back, and then I would, like, make eye contact with another person who's really not used to this kind of thing, and we would share an exasperated smile, like, well, we're in this, right? So it was, it was even more unifying to know that while I felt completely out of my element, I was absolutely within my element at the same time of being like, I don't get this, but it's fun. And um, it, was, it, it, was, it was a hell of a thing. Um, I had alcohol thrown on me several times. I got what was probably a vodka drink in my eye at one point, um, thrown by the lead singer, Jimmy Urine. And um, it was intense and awesome. It, It was truly an experience that I've never had before. And um, I don't plan on doing frequently, but if uh, MSI is in the area again, I might, I might participate once again. Because, like, I don't think anyone lost any teeth or anything. It wasn't as 
as uh, intense as some shows get, I'm sure. Um, it was a good introductory or introduction for me. I don't, I would not like to go to any show that gets because um, this topic of discussion, like people will talk about the old days when they would go to hardcore shows and they would talk about mosh pits and they would talk about seeing a guy like losing the earlobe or like having somebody get some jewelry punched out of their body and I'd be like and you guys did this for fun this was fun um, you would get stitches you would end up bloody and they'd be like well it doesn't happen a lot and I'd be like well, how many stories like this do you have and they'd be like a handful and I'd be like that's too much in my opinion for me and um, I had a real a very real anxiety about being in a crowd like that and mosh pits and things like that to the point where had I had the realization that that was what I was doing before we were the songs had started I would have wanted to go stand in the ble- in the uh, balcony again in the safe area um, in my mind but because my brain was kind of addled from being half asleep half on espresso and car sick I just followed Aislinn and Sam to the middle of the crowd and then just boom, the first song, the first note, and it was like, well, shit, I'm here now. I'm not going to, te- like, grab my friends and be like, oh, can we go stand up on the balcony where the old people are? Because we were mar- we were we were all laughing at the fact that there looked like someone had brought their parents. And, um... I was just, well, I'm not going to be that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to take away from them this experience that they are, one, used to, and two, looking forward to. So I was like, well, shit, I'm going to fucking buckle in and do this thing. And um, I buckled in and did that thing. And it was great. Um, my whole body, it's not quite sore, but it is, uh, like, just, that stage just before being sore, and, um, we ended up getting home around 2 o'clock, I got to bed between 2 and 3, and, um, I am lit, I, I basically lived on coffee today, and at a certain, like, in the second half of my day, my body just started to shut down. It's like, you don't have enough food in you, you've got way too much coffee in you, and you don't have enough sleep. You're going to feel like you're high out of your mind for a few minutes. It, like, it just was, it was no good. And my stomach is upset right now. Um, and uh, it was com- all completely worth it. It was a blast. And I would do it again in a heartbeat, and probably will do it again. And uh, it was it was just awesome, and that that feeling of like I'm allowed here. These I'm not an outsider here. I'm one of these people, um, and I don't think I'd be friends with everyone there. There were some really awful, obnoxious people there, but like there's a there's a significant chance that I could get along with like probably a, a high fraction of them. So I was like, oh, awesome. You know, I, I feel I feel okay here. 
and that was a cool experience to have. Um, a little bonus, uh, while the uh, second opening band, oh, gonna, gonna not, okay, didn't barf. During the uh, second opening band, uh, Aislinn and I noticed um, the cutest thing I've ever seen in recent memory, um, which was two fucking gigantic metal guys. Just like they kind of look, they they were they had the the ponytails, they had the the body type, um, they just they were metal dudes. And they were a gay couple, and it was the best thing. And they were holding hands, and, like, the one guy, they had their arms around each other's backs, placed on the other one's hip. I was like, that is the fucking coolest. Awesome. That, that's rad. That makes me so happy to see that. Just two fucking burly metal dudes in love with each other and not ashamed of it. And that, that's just (laughs) the fucking best. Um, it, 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 it was, made me laugh in a good way. It was, uh, in, in no way at their expense. It was just in celebration of them as people. Oh, blah. Um, I've successfully kept up with my, uh, page in my sketchbook, one page in my sketchbook a week. Um, this week was based solely on the, uh, Dungeons and Dragons character. I am going to be playing with, um, some of the popular outcast guys, um, Kevin Seibert and Emrys Smith of the Portable Power podcast, uh, Chris Rowell of the Delusional Loners podcast, uh, Ace McCunkle of the, uh, Girls on Girls podcast, and, um, Emrys's sister, Caitlin? Caitlin or Caitlin? Fuck, I don't remember. Um, who has performed it, performed at my mom before. Um, so that is, uh, and, um, in the near future I'm going to do a Dungeons and Dragons specific episode, and I will probably talk at length about that character. Um, I'm no, I don't know if I'm going to wait until after the first session or not. I might. We'll see. We shall see. Um, and just, uh, this, <laughs> this is just something I found out today. And it's really interesting. Um, we're, we're having a new hire at my job. And, um, it is the first person to be hired in my building since I've started working there. And it is someone that worked with me at AdTrack in Williamsport. Um, someone that I had become, uh, fairly decent friends with. Uh, you might even say good friends with. Um, in the six or so months she had been at at track and she helped me through some dark moods on some days and encouraged me um, when I would get discouraged and lo and behold I was able to 
help her get in at a much better company. And when she was in for her interview, she I got to talk to her for a few minutes, and the first thing she said to me, she made eye contact with me, and she goes, you look happy. And I hadn't really, like, it's been a, a gradual transition, but I hadn't really realized, like, how much the new job has affected my demeanor. Um just in general and that was so that's just kind of serendipity I don't know if it's so much serendipity because I actually you know I, I recommended her and I was like hey uh, I'll put my 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 I'll put I'll uh, words or I'm I'm losing words but yeah that's just uh, you guys have heard about how much I hated my last job and I thought it was interesting that the next person to get hired in the building I work at was also from that job. Um, but I, I'm, I'm going to stop talking so that vomit does not come out of my mouth instead of words. Um, this has been Jeff in Motion. Have a pleasant weekend. And I, uh, I'll talk to you guys on Monday. I should have gotten the application ready to stop. Flip. Oh. Oh,